Yes, it is the Step Mace Podcast, back for another week. You've got me, Mark Nicholson, Sebastian Pitt, and finally, back in the room, the COVID-safe Lockie Bloody Wilson. Big fake round of applause. G'day. Fuck COVID. Ooh. We fucking did it. We've got a fucking... Um, We've won. What is it? A QR code? We've got a little scan-in code you for Lockie. sign in to Stepmate Studios now. We're 100% COVID safe. It's we have a, a COVID house. plan. Getting Lockie Wilson back in the room as a big full bag of water. Welcome back, mate. How are you? Thanks, mate. I'm pretty good. I'm pretty good. Got a little... Got the rust off with the Patreon. Now it's the real deal. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so you were here for last week's Patreon podcast, which was a fucking ripper. We were fired up. It was good to have like all the all the energy back in the room. It was tough over Zoom. It was tough over Zoom. I like, hated it. It was uh, <laughs> especially <laughs> last week. I don't know. I just didn't really. I uh, think the listen listeners probably hated it as well. Yes. And Z- Zoom is just not a good way to communicate. I think there's a one second delay. The audio was shoddy. It's just a shit way to communicate with your friends. Yeah, I agree. It's not good. But you're back. We're shit back. Ass. We're all back. We're in all the same here. Room. How are you, boys? It's good to see you. Doing well, mate. We've got a um, we've got a networking evening coming up soon. Which, just speaking of Zoom, is going to be all on Zoom. Yeah, like we've got this weird fucking um, it's like for two D animators, all all on Zoom, meeting some other people in the industry. I was a little reluctant to to sign on, to be honest. Like it, it doesn't really look like something that we would ordinarily do. They headhunt you. Or um, fit into. Yeah, he just gave me a call. It's a bit awkward, bit of a burger with a lot. And he was just sort of asking <laughs> us for, like, it was just, it was a bit weird. Like, just sort of like, oh, I had a listen to your podcast. It's a bit, um, <laughs> like, <"Bill>, I had <laughs> not fuck off, can Like, mate, it's, it's our podcast. It's the, it's the fastest growing podcast in Australia. Um, and then he, this even further proves it. He sent me an email. He sent us both an email, actually, before asking for some headshots for the networking guide. Um, black and white Fucking headshots, preferably on a white wall. Like the specifications for this thing were fucked. But I had this old headshot from a couple of years ago, me in a bathrobe, lying on the floor with like my nipple <laughs> hanging out and my fucking <laughs> hairy chest and shit. I sent that to him, and he and he just wrote back like, really, spelled R E double L Y. So I responded back, going, yeah, 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 it's a real conversation starter. And he was just like, oh, it's a bit small. <laughs> and I was like, what are you referring to? <laughs> what are you fucking referring to? And I thought was, it was pretty funny. It's a good photo. It's one of my favourite photos. It's an icebreaker. You know, people will see that, they'll be like, oh, this guy, he knows a good time. Exactly. It looks like a Bumble photo, but, you know, it's a, it's a good photo. And I reckon it is a real conversation starter. That's good what saucy. you should be doing at networking events. What do they think we're doing? Like, they think we're professionals. <laughs> we've <laughs> never fucking said that we're professionals. No, we've never claimed that once. No. That's not what we're about. We're about nipples and being dumb and having a boner. That, that, that's the stepmate's way. What a fucking weirdo. Um, but I am thinking we should fucking prank this networking event somehow. Like, I'm thinking we've got a really good opportunity. We can film the Zoom entire event. So I was thinking, like, wouldn't it be funny if, like, Sebi and I, because we've got to be on separate computers because we paid for two different tickets. Oh. We can't, we can't do it together. Do you have to pay. We had to pay 20 bucks. 20 bucks is cunt. It's fucking robbing us. Um, but I was thinking, like, wouldn't it be funny if, like, we both just, like, did the whole thing with, like, wigs um, oh, around our, like, our waist and it was just bobbing up and down <laughs> the whole time and we never refer to it. Yeah. We're always serious, but it's just constantly looking like we're getting blown. Really? And it's just like, guys, I think that's a, let's have a robust discussion and just be, <laughs> never, ever mention it and just have this thing bobbing away. Or just the, the slightest, like, wince occasionally. Just, yeah. yeah. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> and just like a few mms. <laughs> but actually do it at the right time. Uh, but I'm thinking we should do something. I reckon we could draw, you know, we could do some sort of prank. I reckon it'd be, the, it'd be ripe. 
It'd be a good opportunity. Yeah, we always had that idea, like that Step Mates Live idea where we were going to go live, but we were going to like overly rehearse it and then just do crazy shit. Yeah. Like have squibs, you know, the things that burst out from your chest and that like they use for gunshots and movies and shit or, you know, <laughs> just do some like after effects, special effects in the background. Like, well, yeah, we were going to have this thing where it was like me, Seb and Pete were sort of sitting around the computer talking on live, just going, Hey guys, stepmates, go for like 15 minutes of the live. And then someone was going to walk through the front door, come on up and then shoot Pete in the back of the fucking head. His brain explodes. <laughs> like it just looks too real. And then Seb and I get like wrapped up and thrown into a van, but we're still filming. <laughs> And then it goes on this whole <laughs> thing. This journey of escape and it just looks like you're you're there. And you can send in, it's like, we have like A and B options as well. It's like, what do you guys reckon we should do? Should <laughs> yeah, we yeah. try and bust open the door or try and choke him through the fucking front seat? And if people like suggested a certain thing, we'd be like, yeah, sweet, choose your own adventure. Let's do that. And it was gonna be it was gonna be a real experience. We never did it though. It was too much work. Maybe now's the opportunity. This networking <laughs> this event, networking this 2D event. animation networking event. Maybe this is the thing. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. We should be doing something, though. We're, we're, we should be tricksters. You could be networking. We could be networking, yeah, I guess. I desperately want to be a trickster. But, um, <laughs> you want to be a trickster. I really want to be a trickster, but like this, even sending this fucking networking photo, this headshot in, it's like if the guy says, ah, oh, it's a bit small, I'll be like, oh, okay, here's another one. Just like, send him a I'll massive give up. One. Like, I've got the balls to do it up front. Send like, the same photo, but just a lot bigger. Massive. Yeah. I don't have the capabilities. Seb's on Photoshop. Maybe he can. Yeah, I'll, I'll zoom in for you, mate. You can, you can figure out the Photoshop. Yeah, we'll do it. Yeah. Anyway, how was your Queen's birthday long weekend, fellas? It, it was pretty good. Um, it was pretty good until I, because we've been sort of like locked in the house. I've been taking my stepdog Clyde out for many walks. Right. And to compensate, I've been, when I go to put the rubbish in the bins in the apartment block, he gets to come with me on a little like little doggy adventure. Yeah, right. And <laughs> I thought, the pins. I thought, yeah, <laughs> what a life, huh? <laughs> Fuck, you spoil him. <laughs> well, he got, he kind of zooms off. He goes up and down the hallways, and he he's definitely pushing boundaries. And I I was like, oh, I don't know if I should be letting him go that far. Whatever, it's a bonding experience. Next minute, I turn around. He's taking a shit. In front of my neighbor's door. Oh no! Good boy, just as trained. And I, yeah, well, is it carpet as well? It's like, carpet. Yeah. And I was like, "What the fuck?" So I, I had to like sheepdog him back into, the, like, herd him back into the house. He thought it was a game because I was chasing him. Of course. So he runs off. Then I have to like run back into my apartment, get some fucking toilet paper, come out, try and scrape it off the carpet, oh. then go find the dog who's off. Shitting in another hallway. Oh my god! Really? He's just kept. He's kept he, on going. He, yep. He he dropped another one. So I saw. I get that one, and I'm like, I just got to get it. Like, because this there's a lot of people in this apartment block. So, are I there ended, cameras though? Could you? There's just, cameras. Oh, you so you can't oh, just leave mate. the shit. Yeah, you, you there's, can't just. there's cameras everywhere. So I had to fucking clean it up, and then I took it back in and uh, didn't tell my girlfriend. Just just pretended like it never happened. How was your trip <laughs> to the bins? Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, no, not yes. much happened. Yeah, yeah. You've got toilet paper and you smell <laughs> yeah, like yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, shit. It was fine. It was good. I don't want to talk about it. That was me. We sorry. need to subpoena this fucking footage, though, I reckon, of you just like... Oh, that would be so good. ...running right. around like Benny Hill <laughs> trying to clean up the dog shit. Oh, oh no, man. Clyde! Uh, <laughs> racing around. Do you yeah. reckon he's doing it intentionally to... to I reckon he's... he's he could, well, usually what happens is... Because he's, he's well toilet trained. Usually what happens is he goes for a walk. Right. And then he takes a shit... 
And I think it just he just turned me going to the bins into, oh, that's our, like, walk for yeah. the day. Yeah, okay. I can see, yeah, so he probably, like, like, going out the front door, okay, it's shit time. Yeah. Let's go. He probably, yeah, he probably went, oh, yeah, we're going for a walk, that's great. And then when we sort of started turning around backwards, he was just like, nah, mate. It shook me, though. I'm not, I've been choking this one all afternoon. <laughs> this one's coming <laughs> by hook or by crook. And it's going uh, on the neighbours, maybe, well, has he ever met the neighbour? That he shat on the doorstep? They saw him once. He poked his head out. And they, they always, they're always like, oh, what a sweet dog. And like, if you only knew. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. If you only knew. Could you get it off the carpet? Like, that's not always that easy. Look, I. I did th- my best. I, t- <laughs> I tried. Oh, mate. They're, they're probably on their podcast going, someone shat on our front <laughs> door. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, oh, well, that's, uh, that's, that's an exciting. Yeah, it was. Um, birthday weekend, mate. Way to so, celebrate the Queen. <laughs> so that, that was something. I've I've been watching uh, Harley Quinn, like the animated show Harley Quinn. I don't know if you guys have seen it. I hear it's good. It's really funny. It's like it's kind of like a parody of superhero shows. But I don't know if you boys saw in the news today Harley Quinn's actually trending. Uh, so DC has asked the Harley Quinn team to remove a scene in season three where Batman goes down on Catwoman because heroes don't do that. <laughs> That's bullshit. Heroes do do that. Wait, right? who, who asked? Who asked for it to be taken down? DC. DC did. Yeah, they said they don't want they don't want Batman eating pussy. Right, right. Well, That's it's like wrong. Do they mean sex? Like heroes don't have sex? No, because people have sex on the show. Right, but Batman just doesn't go down. But Cunnilingus now, is not a Batman thing. It's not for him. I want to see. Really? I want to see Batman eat some ass. I want to see him go full ball. Yeah, he's a giver. <laughs> Like, what's he taught? Batman can only just serve dick. <laughs> so, wait, is That's it like. That's a bit fucked, Is it right? the actual superheroes, like, having sex in the DC universe sort of thing? Like, yeah, it, the it's, show. it's a comedy. Like, it's it's basically a parody of the DC right, universe. Right, okay. Um, and, like, it, there's heaps of swearing and violence. Like, it's a pretty funny show. Yeah. But they draw the line at. Cunnilingus. Cunnilingus. And there's so much, like, murder and. Uh, like graphic, gory violence on that show. Mm. Batman's not allowed to not allowed to go down. Not allowed to. Uh, I don't know. I think heroes do. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a controversy with Batman a while ago where they showed his dick in the comics. Did you read about that? They're no. Like, they just like it was sort of you couldn't see it directly, but it was like in the shadows, and they just like gave him this massive dick. Yeah, of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder whose job it was to draw that. What, what, there must have been a panel of people like sitting around being like, all right, now it's time. You know, it's been 40 years. Not big enough. I think it's time we show Batman's dick. Bigger. And then, yeah, and then there was probably a team of people deciding on the size. When you draw, Seb, I, I know I definitely do this, but I pretty much get reference photos for pretty much everything that I draw that's meant to look realistic. Yeah. Uh, I imagine they probably had to find some dick reference shots or at least take some of their own. That's true. That is very true. And they would have had to look up massive cocks. Yeah. Like big, manly, <laughs> uh, superhero cock. Meaty. Like yeah. They would have just tried to find the biggest fucking cocks you could. Like that, what's that meme of that guy that's sitting on the end of the edge of the bed? Yeah, the big black guy? Yeah, 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 that's yeah. A, that is a banger. I that can't, is a uh, huge throbbing cock. I can't cock. remember his name. I can't remember either. I think he's dead, is that right? That's is, the, that's the sad part yeah. of the... Imagine that. That's kind of like, you know, what is it, like Van Gogh, how he, yeah. uh, like, he only became famous after death. After it's a sim- similar to that cunt, yeah. I reckon, that he only became like a big name Well, there, I think there was, a whole, there was a whole thing because there were heaps of people making money off the image and then 
the the wife of the husband was like, she was really sad about it because apparently he didn't want to do porn, but he just didn't have any money. Like he just had to like right go and go and make some. Quick I thought you were going to say she was just really sad that she wasn't being able to cash in. Yeah, like it was. It was. Uh, well, being I think that was part so of it much. too. I think that was part of it. But I think they they did figure out a way to get her the money back, like a or GoFundMe some or something. Money. Yeah, something like that. I reckon there would have been a GoFundMe for sure. <laughs> Seb <laughs> um, and I went out for dinner on um, on Saturday, not together, but we were amongst other friends um, in a group. In a big group. Oh, like fun! And you know me, I've been pretty fucking critical of um, you know China recently in in the last you couple have of months. Dropped I've, China quite a lot. I have yeah. been very very critical. Um, obviously, the whole COVID bat, you know, the 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 leak thing. I was um, like after Saturday night. We actually went out for Chinese. We went for a succulent Chinese meal. We had dumplings, um, and I'm telling you what, I'm willing to almost forgive all of their indiscretions over the last twelve months. You know, putting a collective nation, yeah, putting, putting the, the the entire world into a pandemic, willing to you know bullying Australia, all that sort of stuff, economically you know throttling us, all that sort of stuff, willing to throw it all because. It was delightful, and it was loose, wasn't it? It was very loose. It was outrageous. So imagine this, right? Sammy and I both vape, like legends, and we're sitting at this table, and this guy's putting down a pile of, like, 15 dumplings for this table, and there's, like, a bunch of guys just drinking, and one of them just puffing on his vape, and he just blows this big milky cloud into the air, and the guy's just, like, 15 pork fried dumplings, and just puts them down, doesn't give a fuck. So that just inspires all of these other tables who have all got a vapor on them as well, just to be vaping nonstop. This is, is like inside upstairs. At We're a upstairs at a dumpling restaurant. Wow. It was loose. And then everyone just kept drinking heavier and there was like a guy and another guy wrestling for a bit. And the, the waiters are just sort of going around them yeah. and dropping off more dumplings to tables and shit and it's, dropping off more drinks. It was amazing. It's it's the uh, it's the BYO places like that where they just there's just no limits. People just bring in bottles of wine and yeah. everyone just pour it and fucking going nuts. Sounds like a good time. I mean, apart from the vaping, that sounds disgusting. Oh, it was <laughs> awesome because it's, you know, it doesn't, it didn't, um, it wasn't like smoking. It wasn't like real China, but it was just funny that there were like, you know, there are no rules in this joint. I can see now the, the appeal of, 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 you know, of China mainland uh, with this whole <laughs> idea of no rules. Like, whether it's a, whether it's a lab or a fucking restaurant, uh, there are just no fucking rules. I like how you, you're lumping, it, like, every, like, China as just this one organism that, like, this is also this... Yes. And then it can turn on such a whim. Yeah, like, yeah. I really allowed to, allowed to vape in a restaurant. You know what? These guys are right. Yeah. Fifteen pan fried pork dumplings, and I've turned a corner. Um, uh. That being said, I've I've sort of got, turned a corner again uh, on China. I don't know if you saw this one, fellas. I'm going to pull it up now. <laughs> that was quick. Um, <laughs> have you seen that they've done this Last Supper cartoon? That they, uh, I did see this. They've no, dumped yeah. this one. The what, Last what Supper. Is it? Give us the, a look. I think it's what is it? The G7. All the all the. Um, the big politicians in the world—they've dropped this Last Supper cartoon. America who is, who in the middle. Who is they? So, how would you explain? Um, how, like, to the listener, how would you? It's a. It's the Last Supper, and every instead of all like Jesus and his mates in the middle, there's an eagle um, with an American hat, um, and then there's a piece of toilet paper on the table with American dollars on there. We get a Guernsey. We're the uh, the kangaroo here. Oh, we got a Guernsey. Um, there's the Japanese oh, nice. dog. Um, there's the Canadian beaver. I believe that's the British, and he's a lion. Um, I think that's a, what is it, uh, Indian elephant. Um, there's a, so there's a lot the, in there. Apparently on the toilet paper, there's a, an, a US dollar bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the toilet paper. Yeah. So, uh, again, I'm a bit flat because, as everyone here would know, we did do a Last Supper cartoon a while ago. Oh, we did, yes. Um, One of our first animations. So I'm feeling like they've started to rip off our ideas now. 
and um, you know they they've stepped into our world, which is the the two D animation world or the cartoon world. Maybe they'll be at the uh, networking evening. <laughs> Maybe they will. Just just try, who is they? China. 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 There's nation. one little webcam and there's yeah. thousands, millions. I, I'm, I'm pretty sure one billion odd people were involved in this. Mm. Um, or however many people are in China. But this is my territory. This is our territory. The Last Supper gags, that's my shit. They shouldn't be doing this. Those scumbags. Fucking. It's pretty well drawn. <sighs> like, I, I, I really turned a corner. It was just bad timing for this shit to happen. Really bad timing. <laughs> Idiots. On, on whims, Lucky. We move on whims. <laughs> and I was, fi- I, you know, after all that, I was fine with them. COVID, fine with them. Bloom with governments and shit, but not cartoons. Not cartoons. You draw the line. I draw the draw. <laughs> Lucky. Hey. Oh, we need some sort of like. Hey, Lucky did it. We need like that little like. <laughs> yes, that was a more accurate apt, uh, apt sound effect. I think it's better at them. That's better. That's better. Um, I tell you what, I was going to do a um. Because it's obviously it was Queen's birthday yesterday. Couldn't be fucked doing it yesterday. I was I was. You were a bit tired. I, I was felt, a bit flat. Fell asleep yeah. on the couch bit for a few flat. hours. Yeah. Um. I fell asleep so hard that my shoulder went like full dead, and I woke up, and I thought I'd lost my arm. Like, really? I, I just I was like, "Fuck it, my arm's dead." But anyway, I'll go back to sleep. Did you jerk off? Yeah, that's the perfect time for the stranger. Should have right. I should have. You were on the couch, but I was on the couch. <laughs> They're not going to stop me. Um. And I was going to do. I was going to do a bunch of cunts on. Uh, this week, but just in, just in tribute for you know the Queen, obviously the Queen's birthday. I was going to do it on the Royals. I was going to do a bunch of cunts on the Royals. That the Royals are a bunch do of cunts. That? No, I think I've, I've again, like China, I've brought them up several times as being incestual para- parasites. Yeah, um, okay. I've said that quite often, um, and I have spoken about the Royals, royals a lot. But um, something else last night after I woke up from the couch, it came across my desk, fellas, um, and it's had quite a quite a serious little impact on me. So. Um, and I, I, I think I, I, this is quite an important little bunch of cunts, and, and I really wanted to do this one. So anyway, Sebby, roll the clip for me. And now it's time for a bunch of cunts with Mark Nicholson. John Barillaro and his goons are a bunch of cunts. Now, boys, we've been supporters of the Friendly Geordies or friendly Geordies for a long time. You know, Jordan was a legend and he lent his voice for regular old Bogan. He did. Um, and that was only after Nat's what I reckon wanted to be a fucking complete coward and <laughs> not do it. I'm still flat on him, by the way. Um, and, you know, Jordan is a gun and his team are fucking legends, but boys, they're in trouble. Jordan's being sued by John Barillaro for defamation. And last week, I think it was, his producer, Christo, who's a fucking gun, was arrested and charged with stalking um, by counterterrorism and fix and the fixated persons unit, which is fucking bizarre, and it was all under the orders of the deputy premier. Um, the friendly Geordie's video does a much better job summing up the the absurdity of the situation than I ever could. So, if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. Um, but you can clearly see the the blatant bullying tactics, and it's a complete misuse of power by this sinister and corrupt cunt. Have you seen the videos? I have seen the videos. You've seen yeah, the video? I've seen it. Right, so if you haven't seen it at home, go fucking look it up almost immediately. I think it's just titled Arrested. Arrested. So what my takeaway from it is this fat, slimy meatball has misused his positional power and influence uh, for financial and political gains, and now he's trying to suffocate the very bloke that's exposed his grubby exploits on YouTube. That's all he's done. Um, now, it's, it's one thing to sue. Because that's just, that's just what rich cunts do, right? Yeah. That's just what rich people do. But it's another thing entirely to compel 
police action against a 21-year-old kid. Um, that's a step beyond the capabilities of just any old financially elite person. What we're seeing here, guys, is, is, is a fucked-up flex from a corrupt member of government in what can only be described uh, as a disgusting abuse of power. Now, Sebi, you remember when, when Jim Pedman of yeah. Jim's Mowing threatened to sue us for our little Jim's video. He told us that he was going to financially ruin us. He said that he was going to make us bankrupt. Yep. He said he was going to make our lives a living fucking hell. But luckily for us, while Jim's 100% a psychopath, he didn't actually possess the power of the counterterrorism unit. Yeah. He didn't have the power of the police <laughs> at his fingertips, right? John Barillaro has this level of force on fucking speed dial. Yeah. And that is fucking truly, truly frightening. And, and lucky for us as well, Jim Pedman is also a smart businessman. He knew that we would drag his name through the mud and it was a smart move just to let us do, his, to, to do our dumb jokes and just to leave him alone. Like, John Barillaro is a dumb cunt and he has no idea what's coming for him because, you see, we've got a you know, separation of powers in this country. The executive and the legislative branch are separate to the judicial branch. So John Barillaro can't use his governmental powers inside the courtroom which makes it the only arena where Jordan can do battle with this fucking scumbag and not be smothered by his influence and power. And instead, this case is going to be decided, uh, not you know, riddled with media bias, and, and it will be decided by an impartial umpire and a jury that's duty-bound to be free of bias and prejudice. And this, in my opinion, is potentially the most important case we as content creators are ever going to see in Australia. Um, it's integral that Jordan he's able to get his day in court because he's exposed corruption and he can prove it. Barilaro is suing, Barilaro is suing him for defamation, um, of which Jordan will, amongst other things, be using the defense of substantially true. Do you know what I mean? So it's, it's not defamatory if what you're saying is true. This means that the court will need to determine whether Jordan's claims are true on the balance of probabilities, which is different to like beyond all reasonable doubt. It's just on the balance of probabilities. Yeah. Jordan hasn't been given the opportunity to do that in the media landscape because... They're all coalition cucks. And in the, in the legal arena, he gets a, a real chance, a, a legitimate chance to prove it. And this is why John Barilow is, stu John Barilow is stupid, because he has completely underestimated Jordan's position here. And he thinks that the case is about a few racial slurs, a few fucking wog jokes and Super Mario costumes. This is a defamation trial, not a discrimination trial. And John Barilaro is going to be exposed for the fucking crook that he is. The only thing that... Um, Barilaro has that Jordan doesn't is money. Barilaro was banking on the idea that he'll be able to bankrupt Jordan before any of this gets to court um, or maybe even midway through the trial, which is why it's integral that we get around the big fella and we chip in and we do what we can and help support what I believe to be the most important case we've had in Australia for a fucking long time, potentially my entire lifetime. And I mean it. I, I, I cannot express this more passionately. This case has enormous implications for anyone working in New Age media or like us in comedy. I can never compare what we do here at Stepmates to what Friendly Geordies do. Um, it's a billion times fucking smarter. We do jokes about Roadhead and, and Jim's mowing. <laughs> and what they do is way more important. It's vital for creators like us to be able to punch up, to be able to sling shit on the elitist scumbags like Barilaro. Um, and this case has huge implications on freedom of speech, media bias, government corruption, and, and the misuse of power. We can't sit idly by and allow this morally repugnant grot to get away with what he's doing. So 
anyone who's listening out there that's got a bit of cash, potentially, I know it's shit at this time to be giving out money, um, but head on down to friendlygeordies.com forward slash legal fund and help support the legends of Friendly Geordies stand up against this corrupt and cowardly cunt. John Barillaro, his goons, and the people who support him in any way whatsoever are a bunch of cunts. Go get him, George. And so concludes A Bunch of Cunts with Mark Nicholson. I gave him 500 bucks this morning. Did I you sent really? Yeah, I sent over 500. And that's just to further demonstrate, I, I really mean this. Like, I know this was, this was not a funny bunch of cunts. No, this was this a righteous was, bunch of cunts. This was a real bunch of cunts. It really got me upset um, watching that video yesterday. The yeah, arrested yeah, video. Yeah, watching them, like, Jordan's. tackle the mum. It's disgusting. Yeah. yeah that was pretty yeah. fucked. Again, it's, and it's all on the whim of one man. Yeah. Who has done fucking awful shit. He has done awful shit. Yeah. He has. It's there's there's no there's no question about it. Yeah, he's a slime ball. He's I, a fucking slime. I heard I heard a really good point about it too. That even if like friendly friendly Georges is obviously like a bit of a controversial figure amongst the sort of left and right wings of politics. But even if you don't agree a hundred percent with friendly Georges politics, or if you don't a hundred percent agree with his methods, there is no there's nothing that can excuse the deputy deputy prime minister. Using premier, a fucking yeah. premier, for using a fucking counter terrorism squad to yeah to arrest his mate, like, yeah, like yeah. what the fuck? It makes no sense because this particular unit was set up for the Lint Cafe, yeah thing. Like so, it, it makes it actually makes no sense. It is it is purely like a legislative based unit, and it's purely bullying. This is what it is. It's purely bullying. Yeah, and that's what I mean. It's like I remember like when we had the gym thing. That's fine. We can cop it. Like, it's just a rich person trying to fucking tackle uh, a couple of little poor cunts. That's fine. There's almost a bit of class about that. You know? Yeah. I'm richer than you. I'm going <laughs> to sue your pants. This is different. This is this is legitimate power that's yeah. getting that's being forced down the throats of these cunts. You can excuse, like, if a man's sort of self-made, you know, like Jim Penman, like, he can be corrupt. Hey. He's, not, he's not, no one voted him in. He's yeah. not in charge of any anyone's yeah. lives. Yeah, exactly. But this fucking meatball... I, I hope he goes down, and that's why. Like, I'm, I've sent some money over, um, and anyone else that, that that's out there um, should also send some money over. Um, it's going to be massive. I think it's. I honestly, th- I'm, I genuinely mean it. I think this has huge implications. I think you're right. We're doing in that. I I reckon John Barillaro has underestimated, like the support behind Friendly Geordies. And, yeah, yeah. And, and just how like I mean, he's he's crossed such a such a. Like he's taken such a huge step over the line that a lot of people, like regardless of what they think of Friendly Geordies, I've seen people who have previously on Twitter been like, fuck Friendly Geordies, been like, this is fucked, what's happening it right now. It genuinely is fucked. It really is fucked. And it's, of course, you know, I've been one of those blokes. I've been I've been for Friendly Geordies, against Friendly Geordies. When he didn't put us in the John Barillaro video, <laughs> I was pretty flat on the cunt. I was pretty flat. I'm not going to lie, but I'm willing, I'm willing to turn a corner and, and ship him some extra cash. It's not much. Like 500 bucks, do you know what that'll do? That'll pay for a day's worth of photocopying for this cunt. Yeah. Like, well, it's not going to be much. This thing's going to cost a fuckload. Well, the lawyers that, he, that he's got is a bit of a superstar too, isn't he? Like, yeah. I, I can't remember exactly what he'd done, but... And just, just for context as well, because there's going to be a discovery period and a research period, all that sort of stuff for this case. So it's going to take a while to get going. Um, but there, there is going to be photocopying. There's going to be, you know, lodgements and there's going to be applications and all that sort of stuff that costs money. 
But then the appearance fees, like a, 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 a decent lawyer is going to cost you probably $880 a day. In court. In Ma- court. Maybe yeah. you could vol- volunteer your time, Mark. I doubt he'd take it. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'd help. Yeah, volunteer for the legal team. The crack shot lawyer. Yeah. Because yeah. you, you know what had happened. It'd be like, you know, I'd, he'd say something. I'd go, you fucking lawyer. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be, <laughs> it wouldn't help. Your Honor, yeah. John Barillaro's a bunch of cunts. Yeah. Yeah. Play this at the fucking trial. Go for it. But, um, no, look, it, it, it was like, I, I couldn't just sit idly by and not, um, and not say something. So I thought I'd use my enormous platform here at Bunch of Cunts and the Stepmates podcast to, to get the word out because, um, you know, and I'm sure there's probably a lot of people listening to this podcast that are also fans and, and whatever of uh, of friendly Geordies, but and um, I, I want to see friendly Geordies make more videos exposing corruption. Like what what really shits me on top of it all is that he's now tied up in this for the foreseeable future. Like, yeah, I want to see the next fucking thing that he exposes. I don't want him to have to like deal with these cretins coming after him. Like, yeah, I, yeah. I want to see more content because it's also real journalism. Yeah, like, what we're doing is a goof, and we can get in trouble for it because it's a goof. And we can make fun of shit and whatever. What he's doing is, like I said, it's a billion times smarter and, and it's way more important because it's actually journalism. But it's journalism that I give a fuck about. Do you know what I mean? Because it's done with like a comical yeah. comical edge. He's done it in a way that speaks to people like me. I, I heard a uh, comment the other day saying that he was like a modern day chaser, basically like the chaser back in the... Uh, Which is so funny 2000s. because, the ch- I mean, I think the chaser guys tweeted this, but they talked about how when they were like sort of in in their prime and at the height of their careers they were following John Howard John Howard around on his walk like every other day yeah yeah they were like how, how is that not w- way worse than anything he's done to John Barillaro um i i worked for the chaser for a little bit did you for 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 like a couple of weeks right and um because we'll get away from jaws now anyway lock that off but i, I did work for um i did I got this call saying, hey, can you help us out? We're doing it. We're coming down to Melbourne. Um, and I had to stalk out Kevin Andrews, the, um, I can't even remember what he was, the education minister at the time. Yeah, right. And they'd found his home address. So my <laughs> job was to sit out front of his house in the car and wait for him to get out. And I followed him to the gym. And then he got out of the car and, I, and he spotted me. And he got out of the car and came up to my car. And it seemed like he wrote down my number plate and then went inside the gym, and he had, like, crutches. And I called up the guys. I'm like, he's on crutches. And they're like, nah, it wasn't him. And I was like, nah, I'm pretty fucking sure it was him. Um, and then I had to go follow this other guy. I went into the office and pretended to be just, like, a new member of the electorate here <laughs> in Northgate. And I was just like, hi, I was just wondering if the member was in. I just wanted to in- introduce myself. And she was like, no, 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 he's up in Sydney. He'll be back this afternoon, though. So the guys then looked up flights back from Sydney and went to Melbourne Airport, and they caught him on the way out. And it was legitimate stalking. It was terrifying. That's the nuts. worst job. It's easily the worst job. It's so scary. You're yeah. on edge for like hours. Um, and then they come in and they do their dumb shit and then, then they leave. That's but it's not illegal, is it? Like, it's not, it's it's the, if you repeatedly stalk someone. Like, well, like how did a current affair get away with it? Like if they're going after someone with. That's right. It's not actually stalking. Yeah. It's not actually. The ABC only had one problem with me doing it, which was if I, because um, there was a guy that was also sitting on a board somewhere. So I pretended to call up from a. Uh, a company pretending to want him as a speaker uh, at my conference. And I was like, if we could just get him on the phone and like potentially, you know, find out if, you know, if he was in the office that day, yeah. we could get the guys to come into the office and do it. Um, and the ABC were like, nah, don't do that. Cause if you lie, we get in trouble. Um, we can only catch them 
just by like floating around and, and hoping that they just pass by. Right. right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, there was another guy, I can't remember what his name was, but I had to, I had to, they were like, he frequents this cafe every day. So I sat down at the cafe and waited for like hours and then he came in and it was like on the phone to the boys. I'm like, he's here. Yeah. And then they're racing like down Turak Road to try and get there. Is your heart beating while you're doing that? It's like, terrifying. Just yeah. sitting in the- <laughs> um, and I had a broken phone at the time. So I had to have like this special like block for battery so I could like fucking um, keep the phone alive. And as they're arriving, they're trying to call me and it's like going flat. And the guy's like thinking about leaving soon. It clearly looks like it. But then... <laughs> caught up with the guys and they all came in and they did their dumb shit. They're dressed as, I don't know what it was. They were dressed as like Knights of the Round Table and stuff yeah, and they're just doing yeah, yeah. dumb shit. But then they saw me, I was walking off with like the whole gang and uh, the guy that was sitting there, like the politician, he sort of looked over at me and was just like shaking his head. He was just like- He knew. He knew it was me. Yeah. yeah. It was just like, you can't. Yeah. How'd you know? You got me. Uh. It's, a, it's a kind of a job. Um but I, I also think it's like you can do one thing, which is dressing up like fucking knights at the round table or dressing up as a pig and, and pretending to be the pig for you to fuck next time or whatever the <laughs> fucking joke was. Um, but what Geordie's is doing, I feel like, is a, a step above that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually like legitimately exposing corruption. Which is pr- um, probably why they're reacting so negatively because it's like, oh, shit, we got caught out and someone's actually like pulling us up on our shit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, he should be terrified. Barilaro should be terrified because if more people like Geordie start popping up, uh, the, the whole game's ruined for a lot of them. Yeah. Because they, they've been able to fucking get away with so much because of all these cucks in the media, in the, well, in the normal media. It's sort of YouTube, isn't it? Like YouTube's given anyone a platform to be able to put content out. Like before, and I was thinking even this, like with, you know, Barilaro sending those guys to Geordie's house and then, you know arresting Christo. It's like, back in the day, you could do that. No one would give a shit. There's no way to tell anyone. There's no way to, There's no way to broadcast that. But yeah. now everyone's got a fucking camera. Yeah. Everyone's got a YouTube account. It's so easy to put that stuff up. So you can't, you know, there's there's going to be this whole, I think, like, just group of older, like, older generation that's going to keep doing the same corrupt things but not realise, wait, the, the landscape's changed here. Yep. Like, there's different... It's It's new age media. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's all coming. Independent new age media. There's like Crystal and Sega from, um, formerly from The Hill. And now they've got the new podcast, Breaking Points. Right. They, they're amazing. Like they've just come out and they're going to do the same thing. Um, they're not going to be bound to these fucking traditional media empires and having to follow the fucking company word. Yeah. It's, um, it's exciting. It's an exciting time, but we've got to get it right. And we've got to get it right here in Australia. Otherwise we're fucked. Is if, there, and because you, you've, were telling me this recently that there's no precedent here for is it satire no precedent for we've only got persuasive precedent yeah right so there's no there's no it's not written in legislation now everyone says like oh you can oh you know we're protected it's satire and and there's the satire clause that's completely american right we've we've only got we've only got a persuasive precedent from america and from the uk um yeah it's not written in any statute anywhere we, so, we don't have an entitlement to it. We also this, don't have an entitlement to freedom of speech, by the way. Yeah, right. Like, there's no... We don't have a Bill of Rights or anything like that. It's purely implied. Could could a case like this set the precedent? Like, could this bring in a new law Well, it would set a parameter. A it parameter. would set a parameter of what... So, we don't... Although we don't entitle freedom of speech, what we do have is stop signs of when it, it becomes discriminatory or discriminatory language or you can't say that because it's defamatory yeah. or you can't say that because it's blackmail and you can't say that because it's, it's right. hate speech. Yeah. We have those parameters, but we don't actually have a green light for freedom of speech. 
Yeah, okay. quite like America, which is the ultimate argument. It's like, do you set the borders? Do you set the fence? Or do you just allow, the, the you know, set the rules for inside the fence? Um, so we've gone the opposite, which is set the parameters. Um, but this would have a very, it would widen those fences just a little bit, which is give us more room to play. Excellent. Really. Fun. Anyway, let's lighten her up, fellas. Um, let's go to the worst segment ever. Uh, what do you reckon, Sebi? Let's do it, boys. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. And now it's time for Mark versus Lucky. Welcome back, everyone, to everyone's favourite segment, Mark versus Lucky. Woo! We're back. We're back. Actually, you know what, boys? We got a message on Patreon during the week. From Stan. From Stan. I read this out on Patreon, but basically he was like, please just fucking get rid of this segment. It's the worst <laughs> segment ever. Did he call it a disgrace? Uh, he, yeah, something like that. It was like a disgrace, that. but for uh, fuck's sake, it's a disgrace. He, he was like, love everything else. Bunch of cunts is brilliant, but fuck, get rid of that segment. So you decided to step it up this week? Well, no, but this is, because last week I set you guys a challenge, so I thought, look, it's got one more in it. It's got one more, and you want to go I'll out do, with a bang if if this is the end of it, right? <laughs> this is the this is very potentially the end. But I thought the prize this week could be the winner gets to decide if the segment stays or goes, right? Which I I think it should probably go. But so you <laughs> look, se- we're here. You set us some homework. I set you some homework over so the weekend. What we what we were going to do is we we're going to bring some musical guests in, and they were going to who are these musical guests? They're quite big. You'd be you'd be impressed. And anyway, post, post Malone, you guys had to write a little uh, a little diddly, a little poem, we and did. then this these musical guests were going to take it and uh, perform it. Can you reveal who the musical guests are? I can. So on the line here, just give me a second here, boys. On the line here, we have Kanye West. Kanye, <laughs> how are you? Yeah, let's go. Yeah, there he Let's is. Let's go, yeah. The connection right. doesn't sound too this good there. So bad. And uh, we've also got Slim Shady. Slim, oh, Slim, are you there? Yeah, I'm here, ready to go. Okay, sweet. <laughs> That's not even it. No, That's sad. Where Slim did you Shady. get this? That's Slim Shady. He's on the line. Set, anyway, we're again. Gonna, no, we're going to jump. I can't. He's, yeah, we're, we'll jump in. We're going to jump in. Oh, they're on Zoom or something, they're aren't they? They're on Zoom, yeah. Yeah, right. Anyway. What the fuck? We're going to oh, start with <laughs> We're going to start with Lockie's rap. Uh... Towards towards Mark. Here you go. This is Kanye West. Once there was a cut we call Mark. Who say lots of shit that was dark? He was into child slavery and did not find it in savory. Flashing girls down at the park. <laughs> connection's a bit <laughs> the connection's a little sloppy there. What the fuck? I can Flashing read. girls down at the park? Is that how it ends there? Oh, Let yeah. me read the... Uh, I'll read the lyric sheet out for you because the connection's can, can not great pl- there. Can you play it one more time? I can. Let me read the, the lyrics first. So, there once was a, car, a cunt we called Mark who'd say lots of shit that was dark. He was into child slavery and did not find it unsavory. Flashing girls down at the park. Nice. So, just the one limerick? Just well, just from Lucky. Just the one bar. So Lucky just yeah. said one one set of bars. I, I really nice. struggled with that as well. <laughs> that, was, that was dope, man. Um, and Mark, to be honest, is a fucking pretty easy word to rhyme. You, had, you'd be surprised that there was like arc. That shark. was it. Shark. Yeah. Shark. shark. I, I had arc. A, I did. I did have. A, I had to think about maybe Bitcoin and shark, but there just was nothing funny in it. Yeah. Right. So Mark actually wrote. Quite a few lines. Oh, wow. He, he went really hard here. So we've got Slim Shady here. Oh, we'll just play it. I didn't know. Yeah, he's was... ready to go. Okay, yeah, he's ready to go. All right, here we go. <laughs> yeah, he's ready to go. This is Mark's rap. His name is Lockheed. What's up, he? It's a fucking wimp. Played a little footy, but he fucking stink. Got a haircut that makes him look like a fucking twink. Makes you think, how the fuck did this gun ever pull a chick? He's a fucking wimp. He's not courageous. That's outrageous. 
Deep time in Mildura. It makes it dangerous. Your segment sucks. Here's a fun fact. You should kill yourself turning the dust. Did you know there's 17 million tons in the atmosphere surrounding this? Now that's a fact. That's oh, how it's done. Baby. Baby, not facts that are actually fun. So here's another one. Listen closely, son. You the goddamn motherfucking win with son. I think I caught you should kill yourself. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's in the context of quite a, quite a good bit there, but um, it, it seems that Marshall didn't quite land the flow that so, I had in mind. Sorry, Slim. Yeah. Uh, Marshall, sorry, mate. You didn't seem to um, you didn't seem to land the flow there, and you're, it was a bit unclear, almost like you were computer generated. No, no, no. That's just Zoom. That's just Zoom, boys. Is that just Zoom? Uh, anyway, oh. Mark wins this week. Mark, yeah. are we keeping this segment? No. Okay, I agree. In the bin. <laughs> It needs to go. I, I honestly thought you you had a, oh. a, um, a musician that you'd contacted who was willing to do this. I thought it was going to be James Dowling, Cryptic. I thought something like that. You what were going to get. What are you talking about? You got, got Kanye West and Eminem. You got, you got me the fucking poems an hour before the podcast. How am I going to? How am I going to produce a rap? How am I going to be like produced? How am I going to be good within an hour? Yeah. Anyway, this segment's dead. It's dying. He's got to spit this shit out. I need to read Mark's poem. Yeah, yeah. Did you want to read it out, Mark? Maybe you've got the flow. I don't know. I don't know if I can do it. (laughs) Put put a beat behind him, Sam. Uh, I don't have a beat on me. I fucking hate rap. (laughs) I I can't rap. I'm the whitest man alive. Uh, Um, Also, there was a moment where I was just like, I'm not sure if that 100% rhymes. (laughs) Um, Eminem's like that. I, I I like rap. I just don't like... Computer generated. Well, I don't know. There's something cringy about rap battles, and yeah. <laughs> so I've got his name is Lockie Wilson. He's a fucking wimp. Played a little footy, but he fucking stinked. He'd prefer to drink. Got a haircut that makes him look like a fucking twink, and it makes you think: How the fuck did this cunt ever pull a chick? He's a fucking wimp. He's not courageous. That's outrageous. He did time in Mildura. That makes him dangerous. His segment sucks. Here's a fun fact: You should kill yourself. Turn into <laughs> dust. Did you know the 17 million tons in the atmosphere surrounding us? Now that's a fact. That's how it's done. Spitting out facts that are actually fun. So here's another one. Listen closely, son. You're a goddamn motherfucking wimp, Wilson. I think it's a good rap. It's not too bad. There you go. <laughs> real fly. Take a few notes I there, Slim. Real fly. Yeah. I don't want to do this anymore. All right. <laughs> it's done. The segment's over. Let's go. All right. No more Mark versus Lockie. Um, and look, maybe we should just roll straight into the, uh, the, 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 the segment referenced in, this, in my beautiful rap. Um, oh, fuck. Oh, the Lockie's fun fact. Lockie's fun fact. Do you, do you guys want to hear a fun fact? Yeah. Okay, the fun fact for this week is Smith Street Fitzroy is the coolest street in the world, and that that is a fact. You don't you don't quite live on Smith Street. You live just off Smith Street. Well, we don't don't tell people that. I might get murdered, Seb. Yeah, don't don't. Maybe don't, that'd be. Don't dox him, bro. <laughs> I could. You did just get murdered in a rap battle. I yeah, could. I could be true. somebody's. Jodie Foster. They, they, <laughs> um, they might kill Scott Morrison to impress I, me. I honestly, I saw that news article and I thought it was sarcastic. So I did like, I. It's the coolest street in the world. Yeah, we should like, probably mention that that was a news article and you just aren't saying that. <clears throat> yeah, no. It's also a fact. It's it a is fl- also a fact. It's an undeniable fact from Time Out that, that Smith Street. I thought it was a Batuta article when I saw the headline. It Seriously, <laughs> I, I honestly thought it was as well. I was like, could it be The Onion? 
It seemed something oh so dumb. Okay, with um, these are two shit segments. Can we go to a good segment, please? Let's do the mailbag. Let's do the mailbag. It's time for the Stepmates Mailbag! You've got mail. Here's your letter. You've got mail! It's the Stepmates Mailbag, the one segment that you can rely on. <laughs> the <Yeah>. one. <laughs> look, look I, I think we might be dropping fun facts <laughs> after this week as well. Oh, man. What, what segments do we have? We have Bunch of Cunts, Confessions... Lockie versus Wilson, which is gone. Cross that off. Fun Lockie facts. versus Mark. Um, oh, yeah, yeah fun, fun fact. Because fun fact, again, was set up not as a segment. It was set up as a decoy for you to catfish. Yeah, I was now it's just question. a segment. It just it turned into a segment after it wasn't. It was meant to be a dumb segment that you guys were going to be like, is that it? Correct. And then I was going to catch you out, which I did. And it basically then just turned into what it was, which was just a fun fact. Yeah. Uh, there was... Look, Factual, look, my heart, but not fun. My heart wasn't a hundred percent in it. <laughs> yeah, look, you, you you weren't really giving it a hundred percent, week. And then and then Sebi's segment, Mark versus Lockie, we did sabotage that from very early. Um, and but it was basically a quiz, and it, it's fundamental. It was a quiz. And then you said, "No, quizzes are shit." And then so said, I had to "Quizzes push are the shit." Envelope, but so then, then you decided, "Let's turn it into some sort of rap battle thing with computer-generated Kanye and Marshall Mathers." And no, Zoom, Zoom, uh, with, uh, Marshall zoom. Mathers. Yeah, with full <laughs> interviews over Zoom. <laughs> I couldn't understand. Um, I, couldn't, I couldn't actually. I was I, the connection, boys. I'm I, sorry. I wrote the lyrics and I couldn't even understand <laughs> them. Um, uh, we should have just had to have performed them. You should have just given us a beat and we I should have just performed them to each other. You wouldn't have. Hey, uh, what is a performer at heart? I had a short poem. Yeah, no, I struggled. <laughs> it's, but it's boys, hard. you're not getting away with this. Next week, we're going to need fresh new Fre- segments. Right. Fresh out the oven. All right. All right. I'm going to find a winner. I'm going to I'm going to do and it. And I promise I won't sabotage immediately. I won't I won't do what I did last time which was just the All right, boys, new segment. Lame straight away. Yeah. Which is what I did. I I I what, I 100% What, what if it is lame though? I will call it out after the fact. <laughs> yeah, let I the will have no run. prejudice. Okay. No prejudice. <laughs> I will let the sub- segment uh, run as it is and then I'll pass judgment. Uh speaking of let the segment run, here's the first mailbag. Uh from Mike McMahon. G'day, you bunch of cunts. Hope you're well. Firstly, Mark, keep it up with a bunch of cunts. Uh, it's well and truly the best segment of the show. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, thanks. Thanks, Mikey. You're a good man. Uh, in um, saying that, you yeah. guys have got to give a bit of credit to Seb's segment. I reckon it's uh, got good potential, especially with the idea of a punishment. Well, it's gone. Sorry, Mark. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe just take, 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 this is what the thing is. Never, never focus on the negatives. Find the positives and scale. Well, ma- <laughs> That's maybe what you should do. Maybe we can take the punishment and put it in some other context. Maybe exactly. Maybe. That's what take the positives and scale. So right. take the positive and fuck it. Take the punishment and do more of that. All right. I'll brainstorm, Mike. Anyway, he's got a question here for us. What's the biggest lie you've told to pick up a girl? That she's interesting. I've said I, I said a girl was interesting. We used to pretend, not we, as in you and I, but um, like my mates and I used to pretend to be gay. Yeah, that's a classic. When we were like eighteen or nineteen, (laughs) which I don't, I don't know what that is. How does that help? Because it gets like it gets you like close with the girls, and then you, (laughs) but it's really hard to turn it (laughs) and be like, actually, I was lying. It was gaslighting. Uh, How does it work? What's that? Because you're like, surprise, surprise, I'm straight. (laughs) (laughs) It it, it got us like close to the chicks. We just like we wouldn't say, hey, we're gay, but we'd just be like camp and like pretend to, uh, you know, I don't know. The biggest lie. The biggest lie. The biggest deception that you've ever 
head trying to pick up a tree. I, I don't know about, I don't even know if I ever really have lied out there. <laughs> I de- I've definitely. I've, I've never lied. No, I've never, I've never been like, oh, I'm actually an astronaut. Mm. But I, I've definitely withheld truths. So, because I, I, I don't drive. So that is always the most uncomfortable topic, an embarrassing topic to bring up on a date. So I would, I would make that, I, I would just not talk about cars at all. Or, or you just come in and throw like just a fake set of keys <laughs> on the table. Ah, oh, traffic was fucked. No, no, no. You, no, you don't. You don't say traffic was fucked. You can put the keys down, but but then plausible deniability. You're like, no, that is just my house keys. Yeah, yeah Like yeah, I yeah. never said I drove, and you'd be surprised. <laughs> With how often driving comes up on first dates, like if if you if you are trying not to talk about it, you would be shocked yeah. at, at <laughs> how much it actually gets talked about. Do you, I know a story from you actually, Lucky? You used to bend the truth uh, back when we had the Palmer video out, which we we're talking about before. Oh yeah, right. You didn't you pick up once with that video? Well, I ah oh, yeah, that's right. But that, again, plausible deniability. I was on a date with the girl and we were ha- we we think we were out for dinner and she got a palmer and then she said have you seen the palmer sketch and like of course I was like yeah like I I know the guys but I made it sound as if like yeah no like the palmer sketch that we made <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. yeah 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 I'm glad you I'm should glad. always do that anyone listening can do that anytime like if you need to call us up and just back you up. Like, you say, oh, yeah, I was working on... The boys re- will do it. You know, we'll do it. Absolutely. Yeah, just call the 1300 number on the on the website um, <laughs> and just get in touch with us and we will back you in 100%. All you got to do is just say, hey, hey, it's Craig. I'm here at the, at the pub. This girl wants to know, just wants to confirm that I was involved in the Palmer sketch. I will back you in 100%. <laughs> I'll turn around and say, you wrote it, you created it, you drew it all. You did it all. It was your idea. We stole it from you. Suck this man off. <laughs> I will say it. Um, possibly, I wasn't. I wasn't lying before. I've had many very boring conversations and pretended to be very interested in the conversations, um, and that's probably the biggest lie. I've even had. I've, I think I've Interest. Had one girl in particular that was just like, "You're not interested in this," and I'm like, "No, I am. I am. I really am. This is fucking awesome. I'm. I'm in." I was just trying way too hard. Uh, but that was definitely a big lie. Next uh, question here is from Simply Matt 25 Why are you gay? I'm not. <laughs> yeah, I'm Why not. are you I was just gay? pretending to pick up Simply Matt. Fuck. Yeah, he was just, this just is, to, to got... try and pick up chicks. <laughs> Why are you gay? To pick up chicks? <laughs> Why That's are such you a good gay? answer. I don't know. There's, we get some trash on here sometimes. Why are you gay? Devin Pearson. Uh, strawberry jam and cheese toasted sandwich. Yay or nay? Strawberry jam. And cheese. I mean, I'd have it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't like go out of my way to make it. Something like you offered me one when I walked in to do the pot. I'd probably be like, "Oh yeah, go on." Strawberry jam and cheese. Yeah, I can't. Fuck off. I can't see that working. Get out of here. Although we were talking the other week about like you know sweet and savory. Yeah, was it, it peanut works. butter and peanut butter and pickles? Yeah, you know that one that works. Apparently, that slaps. Peanut, peanut butter, butter and, and like jam works. Peanut so. butter and and raspberry jam slaps. That is a fucking dynamite. But yeah, no, instead of the strawberry jam, give me Vegemite. I'll uh, go Vegemite and cheese. That shit, that's fire. Uh, next question mm. from Pig in Mud. Um, Pig in Mud. Pig in Mud 2020. What do you believe is in the afterlife? Lachlan. Black. Black. Just just a void. Yeah. I have, n- I have no, no fucking idea. 
I don't, beyond no idea. I, I think that my understanding of it is so just lacking. I couldn't even comprehend what, what yeah. it is. Like, I have some things that I'd like it to be. Like, I think it'd be real funny if like, and it's not my observation, but I read this, if like when you die, like you just zoom back out and that you're like this alien at a party with a bong. And someone's like, did you feel it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like, like a DMT is, trip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Your whole life was just one big trip at this uh, party. It went for 45 years. <laughs> it was sick. Yeah, that was, yeah that's, not, that's not bad. I'd love that. That'd be fucking sick. Um, I think like, a lot of life is about contemplating the, um, the concept of infinity. And I feel like a lot of death is, uh, is, is going to be about the concept of nothing, uh, of zero. And I feel like that's going to be the big, that's going to be the big bookends of, of, of our experience. Um, I heard a good one though as well. It's like the idea, the concept of heaven and like the things you've got to do to get to heaven is just to be a good cunt, essentially. Don't murder cunts, don't fuck your neighbors or whatever the fuck it is. Um, <laughs> but I actually think that that's really just the, that's the blueprint for making heaven on earth now, just to be a good cunt. And I feel like that's what life is, is you should, you should just try and experience that this may be it. We actually have no idea what happens on the other side. So just make this life Imagine if this was as good as possible. Just Imagine be a good cunt now. Maybe this is Heaven Lucky, the Stepmates podcast. No, I don't know. This about little that. room. Maybe this is it. This small <laughs> little this box. I don't reckon I'd have to do fun facts in heaven. <laughs> that, that's, no, that's hell. That's true. That's hell. That Mark is versus hell. Lucky is a segment you only hear in hell. But I feel like if you do bad shit, that is hell. You know, if you do bad shit in life, that's just hell. Anyway. Uh, next one is from Dion. G'day, dads. Not a question, but going back to the whole discussion about Mark's phimosis yet again. I didn't realize anything was wrong until I saw one of those European casting couch type pornos with an uncircumcised bloke. And I was like, what the fuck? Also, what's with the absurdly high number of listeners with phimosis? That'd be an interesting metric to track for the potty. 100%. We get that in the stats. I like that. <laughs> Comes the, in. Yeah. <laughs> cut many, or uncut. Uh, yeah, cut or uncut. 5% yeah. <laughs> uh, of our listener base. <laughs> <laughs> what, do you know how, what percentage of the population has it? Um, I think it's, I think it's, was 10% or something of babies are born with it. Um, so it'd be north of that. It'd be somewhere in the pitch proposal that we did have about what the number of, it might be something close to like 25 or 30% of people do have it. Wow. Really? Um, Phimosis? Yeah. In some way. So I've, like I've known a few people who've, who've had it and then had to like have the surgery because yeah, right. it's been, it's like gotten hurt, they've gotten injured yeah they've had the shit snap yeah yeah so that's what happens i think there's levels to it so that you can have just slight phimosis you've technically got it right um but it's like but you, it's could, you could live with it your whole life and never really and and get total enjoyment out of your whole life for there it you go. but it's true man i still reckon there's fucking grounds for this fucking doco i still reckon it's it, the the dick dickumentary i still reckon it's there um i think i had on the run the other day i actually thought i, I think i came up with a fucking new name for it as well and it was dynamite can't remember what it is now. That's a that was a dumb thing to mention. <laughs> uh, next question from Duna: uh, What originally inspired you to ded dedicate spending so much time with your fingers wrapped around your stylus? So stylus, for anyone that doesn't know, is the pen that you use on a. It's like a drawing, like a yeah, on an iPad or a on a Wacom. That's um, probably for you blokes who are fucking drawers. I don't draw. I well, I've told this story before, but I used to be like a into filmmaking with like cameras and shit. And then one day we lost the camera. I lost the camera. Put it on top say, of the car. Yeah. Drove off. You've been changing the narrative of this over the years. It used to be we. Yeah, and I know. Slowly becoming me. <laughs> I think but it's funnier to I think it's also it was definitely you. I'm just being more authentic. I think it was us, but that's all right. Anyway, uh, so well, yeah, I went into animation out of necessity, really. Yeah. 
I don't couldn't know. Couldn't make what, content any other way. We couldn't afford more cameras. Couldn't couldn't do it. Lucky. Um, I well, I sort of I used to do live action stuff as well, but I'd always drawn like ever since I was a kid. I'd drawn, uh, and then I think honestly, it was once I saw you guys animating. There was a part of me that was like, oh, like it's anyone can do it. Anyone, oh, these yeah. guys can do well, it. Well, like, yeah, it, I like that. You don't have to be like an, an animation studio. Like anyone can kind of yeah put something together. Put something yeah. together. And my so the guy that I, Callum, my friend that I work with, he had a Wacom, and so he was always digitizing drawings and stuff. And I was still like sketching them out, and you know they they're fine, but they I, I found that the quality. Like there's there's a professionalism to digital work now that you can't really replicate yeah. with hand drawings and it, it's a different type of professionalism. But um, I just I just found what I was like I, I've got to I've just got to get into this because otherwise, like it's I'm I'm just kind of gonna get left behind. Yeah, but yeah, I had the same thing. I was I was <coughs> I was working on a film job a couple of weeks ago, um, and the wardrobe chick found out that I did animation. And she was like, oh, my son's a really good drawer. Um, and he, he was, she was showing me pictures and whatever, what he's been drawing. And they were just like all sketches in notepads. And that was my number one piece of advice was just because she was like, what should I get him for his birthday? And I was like, get him a Wacom. Yeah. Get him something yeah. that he can do digital drawings because no one's fucking drawing on bits of paper anymore in this industry in any way. Like no one's making the seven dwarfs anymore. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, where you like you're hand drawing the cells. No, no, yeah, Ren, like, Ren and Stimpy. If he wants to work and he wants to draw for a living, he's got to learn how to fucking digitally do it. And it's so easy now. Like, like I've got a Wacom and I've got an iPad. Like the iPad, you can literally just I could t- like you can take it anywhere. Like yeah. I used to just go to the cafe and take it, and then that's a that's a professional grade tool. Yep. Like everything, everything I've done with you guys has been done on on an iPad. And then maybe touched up on the Wacom, Wacom, but like, yeah, yeah, do it digitally, do yeah. it now. Uh, this one's from our good friend Helios. Hey lads, another couple of unrelated would you rather questions. Good man, Helios. We would, love these. Would you rather a get an eye infection and slowly lose the ability to see over time, resulting in total blindness in only one eye after five years? This is so specific. <laughs> or would you want to get violently get fucked? In the ass by Shaq every every month for five years, but you get to pick the time and place. Shaq. Yeah, I'd take Shaq. Blindness would suck. But it's only in one eye. So you just lose one eye, so no depth perception. Yeah, it's just in, well, you know, you can live with one Shaq eye. Shaq would have a piece. Oh, that'd, imagine, though, if you're on holiday and you're like, oh, fuck, hang on, I've got to go meet up with Shaq. Yeah. <laughs> Well, that's the, here's one thing from the shack. Like, you get to pick the time and place. Does that mean he'll take you to the time and place? Because you could use that as a really sick way to see the world. Does Shaq come to you? Oh, so, he, so he, if he takes, if you're like, oh, yeah, he can fuck me on the Eiffel Tower in Paris. Yeah. And next month, uh, you know, we'll go to the fuck, we'll go to Fiji. Yeah, that's I just true. Gotta take a, I just got to take a Shaq dick. It's a good better way. than going blind. <laughs> better than going blind and not being able to catch a ball. <laughs> what? Can you imagine it? that not being able to catch a ball. Suck. <laughs> no depth perception. And I could probably eye. learn. This is going back to that other question. Why am I gay? Because <laughs> I want to get fucked in the ass by Shaq. Shaq. Uh, well, it's gonna okay. The first time is gonna be rough. The second time, it's not gonna be as rough. The more you do it, you would get desensitized. To yeah, it. You, you might de- even like you'll it. Start to enjoy, enjoy it after twelve months to eighteen months. You'll start to enjoy it once you go black. 
That's it. Once you go Shaq, Once you, go you Shaq. never go back. Jesus. It might be true. All right, we all choose Shaq. Locked in. Uh, next question <laughs> from Mick. Uh, question for the pod. What's the weirdest thing you've walked in on in a bathroom? At school the other day, there was an 80 kilometer uh, um, per hour roadwork speed sign someone stole hanging over a cubicle. I walked in on a bathroom and Lockie was getting fucked in the ass by Shaq, Shaq. screaming, this is better than going blind, <laughs> chuck me that ball, and he caught it. He um, did. And he caught the ball. That was the weirdest thing I've ever seen in the bathroom. I don't know what the weirdest. <laughs> uh, when I was younger, we, we lived in WA and uh, there used to be frogs, like really green frogs that would come out of the dunny. Yeah, right. Like they'd crawl through the sewers and just come out of the dunny. So that's that's the weirdest thing I've ever seen in a in A, a frog. That is frog. fucking pretty weird, yeah. Well, Lockie, you've you've had an experience of being on the other side of the weird thing in the dunny, haven't you? When the when I think you spoke about it on the Patreon pod. What did I? What did when I the, do? all the girls walked in on you in the toilet. Oh, yeah, back in the um, back in my my youth when I was I was four or five and I was still dropping my dax. Oh <laughs> yeah, and his ankles. And, I love it. And then they came in and it scarred me for life because they all laughed at me. Yes, because I was the last one there. I took too long. Um. Yeah, that, well, that was a Patreon exclusive until now. Well, now, yeah. Until yeah, now. yeah. You got that one for free, you freeloaders. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll, t- I'll say one thing, just just reminds me of similar in sort of primary school. Um, we used to do this dumb shit where we were all in, like, we'd all take pisses in the cubicles, um, not in the trough. Uh-huh. Um, and then there was this one day where, because everyone used to bang on the door and pretend to look over and whatever, this one day I actually stood on the fucking dunny and, like, looked over and, like, banged on the door and was like, oh, Matt, I can see your cock. And he had this kid, like he was a kid, and he had a massive cock. In <laughs> my head, it was massive. <laughs> and it had this massive fucking head. That was when I realized that I had a very abnormal cock. It was much smaller than normal. Or whatever, <laughs> this kid was a beast. Um, and I was, I was, I, I, I had this feeling, I don't know if you've experienced that before, it was like, it went empty inside, like ghostly white. <laughs> and he didn't actually see me do it. He just thought I was banging on the door. So I got a glimpse of his cock without him knowing. Oh, wow. And it was, it w- that still pops in my head. <laughs> like that this kid had a beast. This is a theme for you, <laughs> seeing other people's penises. And this is why I want to do the documentary. Being blown away. This is why I need to do it because it, it, it actually has had a huge effect my entire life. Um, I've only now come accustomed to, hey, fuck it. I've got a tiny uncircumcised cock and I'm okay with it it looks like a rocket ship but I'm not like Batman I eat pussy yeah, um, I'm a hero <laughs> I'm a fucking hero uh, next uh, one's from Chris here hey gents got a potty question simple one but inspired by the three all nighters I pulled over the last five days well done mate how's the math <laughs> what's the longest have you gone without sleep and what effects did you hear uh, did you feel like hallucinations etc I did that David Goggins uh, 4x4x48 challenge. I ended up having a few little hallucinations then. That's probably the hardest I've gone, to be honest. Yeah, I haven't Uh, gone longer than 48 hours. I reckon I've done an all-nighter and stayed up until it was time for bed. Yeah. Never longer than that. I've done 52, I reckon, and that was with with um, uh, an assignment that I had to do for uni. And it was just super stupidly late. And then had to drive to uni from Melton to Monash Clayton. And then that wasn't too bad. Drop off the assignment because you have to physically hand them in back in those days. Uh, got it in just in time and then had to drive for like two hours home in traffic. And I reckon that was the scariest drive I've ever made. Yeah. Because that was, yeah, that was like one of those ones where I was sort of half hallucinating. 
trying to fall asleep, like half falling asleep. But then I got home and I couldn't sleep. So I ended up going like another six hours before I ended up going right. to bed. It was very dumb. I can't. Yeah, I've, I've, de- I've definitely done the like stay up all night and then go to bed the next night. Yeah. I, 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 I might have talked about this before, but I used to like, I've always had like problems sleeping. Um, and I, I would like sometimes stay up so late that I'd just be like, fuck it. I'm going to reset my like sleep patterns and stay up all day. I find if I, the longer I go without sleep, when I do fall asleep, my sleep is really weird. Like I, I get sleep paralysis um, and like really sort of vivid dreams and I wake up a lot. So that, yeah, that's sort of sad. Yeah, right. You don't get the demons, do you? Like I've, I've never got that sleep paralysis demon people talk about. I just get like, I'll be dreaming and then either I'll, I'll realize I'm dreaming and then wake up and then I just can't move or I'll just wake up and I can't move. And yeah. it, it feels like ages, but it's like only a few seconds really. Do you yeah. have those dreams where you, you, you wake up, but you're actually still dreaming in the sense that like you're dreaming about waking up in your room? I get them all the time. Yeah, I get them occasionally, and that's as close to sleep paralysis yeah. as I think I've ever gotten. But I've never had it, and I'm I, I'm almost I just I would love to see what it's like. It's it's not that interesting. Like it, yeah. it, you literally just wake up, and then you're like, I can't move, and then so I spend like a few seconds like rolling around the bed trying to get my limbs to like start working and then so cool after like it must only be like five seconds it feels like fucking ages yeah yeah and there's times when i've tried to like ride it out and be like i'm just gonna stay still for as long as possible but you get so stressed yeah so quickly because it's so unnatural to like be frozen that yeah. you, you do just start trying to like yank yourself yeah. kind of up. Mate, it's fu- I had a friend of mine who had it and he was just like, mate, you'd fucking love it. I reckon <laughs> you of all the cunts, like, I reckon you'd really enjoy it. You'd get something out of it, I reckon. It's I, such I, a strange pitch. It's it's just like being paralyzed. Like it's, I don't know. I love that he thought that's right. Yeah. <laughs> you'd really like it, I reckon. Like paralyzed? Yeah. Fucking sick, man. Some people sick. see weird shit though. So I, I, I'm actually grateful that doesn't happen to me because yeah. it, it sounds stressful imagine a paraplegic coming up to me and going like you'd like it it's <laughs> <laughs> uh, fucking sick being paraplegic man you should fucking do it man give it a shot pick you, up and you of all cunts yeah, you of all cunts man cheap taxis uh. <laughs> alright final question um, dads have you ever seen something um, that had you close to throwing up for me it's the hair cake video by Filthy Frank don't know what that is. Do you guys know what that is? I don't know what it is, but I'm about to look it up. Um, and that cursed My Little Pony cum jar video. So oh. I had to, I actually uh. did look this up before. So this is the article. The advent of the new year is brought with it the end of an era. The pony cum jar project is officially over. This is what a rainbow dash pony doll looks like when drowned in nearly three years worth of human semen. Yuck. Some of which was accidentally boiled and caramelized in November. Oh. If you can stomach, stomach it. There's a video below, but that's just the picture there, fellas. Yeah, right. It's just a big jar of cum, and then there's a My Little Pony in there somewhere. I don't have a particular... I know some people do. I think... Do you have it, Lockie, where you you do the... Like, you dry... Is it dry retch? Yeah, sometimes. I'm I'm not too bad. It's it's like... Some people have it really bad. I only have it when things are, like, real fucked. There was a a similar story I saw on Reddit where someone had a, a cum box where they just had an old shoebox and they'd they'd basically like deposited their load in it for the last fucking <laughs> year or however long and they put a photo up and that 
that got to me. I was I, I struggled to look at that and I had a little dry retch. Um, I actually put that in a Chappie Boys cartoon once. A little, <laughs> little Easter egg. I, I found it funny. I, I have a gag reflex. So I'll fucking, like, m- real moldy food gets me. If a like, physical person, if I see it, yeah. I'll gag. Like, yeah, old sandwiches, yeah. moldy shit, jars and all yeah. that sort of stuff that have got, like, hairy, furry oh, mold. Yeah. That shit will get me. Um, smells. I'll get, I'll get it with smell. I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty smell oh, sensitive. Oh man, you had this fucking I'm actually dry retching like just thinking about it. You had this big jar of snot. Oh, of what mucus. the fuck? This was like you were really sick. I think this was when we were halfway through making regular old bogan mm. and you had this jar by the side of your bed which was like man, it was like half filled up. I kid you not. It was like 15 centimeters tall. This is tall how you start a pandemic with mucus. Oh. I, uh, uh, I could actually that's, that's, right so, that's so funny. The last, the last, <laughs> not even the, kidding. This is, this is a bit. The la- I remember the last time I really, really dry retched was when we were filming uh, a short that you were in, Mark, and you were pla- like y- your character was dying, and you had tomato sauce in your mouth. Oh yeah, and you ha- it was like fake blood, and you spat it up, and I had to clean it up, and I scooped it up with a tissue. And the combination of saliva and tomato sauce was so fucking rank. Like, yeah. And on the way to the bin, I was like, Ugh. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and everyone, everyone was doing it because then you started doing it. Yeah. You were doing Ugh. it and then everyone else started doing it as well. Yeah. I like how that's not, both our stories are just Mark related. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, Mark did this thing one time. And it wasn't it wasn't snot. I was coughing up oyster Kilpatrick's. Like I was coughing oh. up oysters. I just had a really I had a really I got the flu. I'm pretty sure it might have even been COVID to be honest. Um <laughs> that glass stuck around for too long. And then I think it was like back in the circulation. Well, I sanitized it. <laughs> Uh, I did. I washed it. I washed no, it in, there's no coming back. I washed no it. I washed back. it in boiling water and vinegar and all that sort of shit. Don't oh. stress. I got got you covered. Um, <laughs> it's like if someone spew. If you've got like a a big bowl or something, and and you have to give it to someone to throw up in because they're shit face or something, you can't be putting popcorn in that next no, minute. Like no, no. that's that bowl's done. That bowl is now the, the next spew minute, bowl. Bit of vinegar. <laughs> Couple of runs in the in the uh, in the dishwasher, mate. You fucking nah, sorted. That's that's it's cursed. It's fucking sorted. Throw no, it, throw it out. Yo, come on, boys. You've got to have more trust in in your Dis- domestic disinfectant. You trust anyone? Disinfectants. Yeah. That's what it's all about. It kills ninety nine percent of the germs. What about that one percent? Well, yeah. Just tw- wash it twice, and it'll catch the remainder. <laughs> all right, that has been the mailbag. <laughs> You've got mail. Here's your letter. You've got mail. You guys are right. Yeah, no, I'm good, man. I'm Both good. Feeling a bit chucky. I actually did legitimately like that. Like Dry remembering rage. that was. It uh, wasn't a pretty side. It was pretty. It was pretty gross. It was pretty gross. But you know what else do you want me to do? <laughs> I didn't want to ruin a good bucket. Oh uh, wow! What a week! What a week of segments. Yeah, some some segments live. Some de- segments die. This is um, the last time we'll hear, was it Mark versus Lockie and Lockie's fun fact. R.I.P. That's um, done. They're both done. So next week, you guys are going to bring in some some new, exciting new segments. Well, I still have confessions. That's It's an occasional no, segment. you're not getting away with this. That's, you're, not, you know, you're not getting away with this. It's everyone's mm. segment. That's a segment for everyone. Um, I just want to say, I'm sorry if I missed anyone's mailbag. It's been a bit over the sh- all over the shop the last couple of weeks. Um, if you want to send a mailbag in, the best way is actually email. Um, go to g'day at stepmates.com.au or head down to the website and um, fill out the form there. Um, Instagram's good too, but email I'll get 100% of the time. So, And if we if we miss them, just, just 
Just call us out. Yeah. Like a couple of people did that this week and, and we read them out. So Instagram's a great a good spot to go to if you don't have like a super important question and you're not like absolutely desperate to hear it on the on the potty. I think if you're if you're desperate to have it on the potty or it's super important or you've got something that you really want read out, make sure you send it via the the email the address. G'day, oh, stepmates, yeah. or go through to the website. Yeah. Um, that being said, I still want to I do want to utilize um the 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 Instagram page because I feel like we That's get good. we get a good array of questions out of that. No, like, it's great. No, it's some great. Some really hard hitting questions like that. Am I gay? Are you gay? Question was why are you gay? There's that, a lot that, of soul searching. Yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. That's a good question. That's a that's a hard hitting direct question. Exactly. Keep sending the, those ones in. Not that particular one. We've answered it now. Um, <laughs> but send in some more. Um, all right, boys. That's it for this week. We'll see you on Thursday or Friday for the Patreon podcast for you good cunts. We've got an exclusive Patreon podcast for the good cunts that support us out on Patreon. And uh, speaking of support, go support Friendly Geordies. That's right. FriendlyGeordies.com forward slash legal fund. I think it's got a little dash in between legal and fund. Or just go to Google. I think if you search Friendly Geordies legal fund, you'll find the page there. He's got his... um, He's got his bank account details and he's got his PayPal there, so it's 100% secure. It's going off into a trust account. But support the good cunt because he fucking needs it and what he's doing is genuinely important and, like I said, has huge implications for everyone, in particular um, us cunts who are out here trying to make some content. Excellent. All right. Have a good week, everyone. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next week. Bye. See you, Slim. See you, Kanye. Thanks for having me. Thanks, Sebastian. Love this podcast. I'm so glad that segment's dead. (laughs) See you next week.